For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Thank you for listening to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. Your homies pod for all things Lakers. Hashtag perfectly for your ears. Brought to you by the Hoopheads Podcast Network. We wanted to take a brief moment here to ask our listeners to hop on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a five-star review or rating. Your review or rating means so much to us, and it goes a long way to help us continue producing this podcast. We'd appreciate it very much. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hey, Happy New Year, and welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast, part of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. I'm Yo Lagazzo, and today I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. So, McKay, we just watched the Lakers take on the Grizzlies tonight. Uh, so, you know, I, I want to react to that game first, and then on our second and third segment, I kind of want to review how the Lakers have been doing on both ends of the court so far, uh, eight games into the regular season. So... Um, so let's, let's talk about the, the game that we just watched against the Grizzlies. Um, score was 94, 92 AD with 26, 10 rebounds, four assists and LeBron, uh, kind of similar stats there, 26, 11 and seven. Um, and Lakers went perfect on the road four Oh, and are now six, two for the year. So let me get your thoughts on the game. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, obviously the results are what we wanted. Um, that's the <laughs> most important thing when all games on the road. Um, that's great. That being said, uh, this game and, and even the, uh, the game we played on Sunday against the Grizzlies as well, uh, ha- had some rough spots, definitely had some rough spots, had some good stuff in it. Uh, but definitely some rough spots. I think, the the Lakers are still trying to figure out their roster, who's going to get minutes, what's what's going to go on. Um, 
Taylor Horton, Tucker, and Wesley Matthews have definitely both earned um, some minutes, and we've seen uh, both of their minutes increase in this last game. I think the Lakers are still trying to figure out who fits where, um, and because of that, there there's been some struggles. Uh, I liked our our um, play on the defensive end. Tonight, uh, Anthony Davis had three steals and three blocks. Um, it, it was mentioned uh, during the game that I, I want to say he's he, he's like sixth all time or something like that for for having three steals and, and three blocks in any given game, just one behind Kevin Garnett, which isn't, you know, typically a, a stat that's really mentioned but i i still think that that's pretty noteworthy just uh to show how how great his defense is um even though kyle kuzma uh didn't really score too much tonight i thought he had some some great defensive plays he's Mm -hmm. a great hustler he gets back in transition um LeBron as well. LeBron can turn it on when he needs to. Uh, I, I felt like the first half of the game, we were kind of taking it a little bit more easy. I feel like that, that's that been kind of the story the, yeah. the first couple of games, you know? And then I think so. <laughs> at the very end of the game, they turn it on. Yeah. They, know, they know what to do to close out games, um, even though tonight's win was pretty ridiculous. You know, yeah. like the the last three plays so we turned it over a million yeah we turned it like we turned it over like three times in the last 10 seconds so it was it was it was pretty funny and funny and, and it's funny that you you mentioned um just like i don't know i feel like they're they're just trying like 70 80 percent of the time and they're just trying to you know stay within you know five six points of the game and then fourth quarter comes in five minutes left flip the switch <laughs> and then you see lebron and ad doing uh doing pick and rolls and uh, pick them poison pick your poison kind of plays and then lebron going out there doing fadeaway clutch shots and and blocks and so you know they're cruising right now they're not really I don't know. They, they don't. I don't seem. I don't think that they um, think much of these games. Obviously, they want to win, but they're they're just cruising right now. You know, <laughs> I I I saw a lot of on and off defense throughout the the game and la- the the game the other game against the Grizzlies on Sunday night. Um, just uh, offensively, there's not enough scoring in transition which tells you a lot because you know um there wasn't a lot of energy out there then tonight because they didn't want to hustle down the court and get a quick uh those those quick points um not enough free throws so you don't see you know they're they're taking jumpers too many jumpers um so they're not spending a lot of energy into getting to the rim and and getting hit and 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 contact so you know they don't don't they don't really want to if they're spending 70 80 percent of their their energy that they're, they're not going to want to put their whole 100 percent body in into the game and and get hit and, and contact um 
there are too many turnovers today. Ridiculous. Um, and, you know, it was just the, the last game on the road and a very long time on the road. So, yeah, I, I think that that could definitely have have something to do with it. You know, the guys are tired. They're they're just ready to go home. Um, we weren't getting offensive boards. Like you said, we weren't taking care of the ball. There was a ton of turnovers. Um, it, it was kind of funny on on offense. Um, there are some there were several plays where the ball was getting moved around like crazy. And I was like, Oh, good passing, good passing. But then it was almost uh, too much. Like everybody was passing up shots. Everybody was passing up shots. And I was like, all right. Uh, And, you know, just all kinds of sloppy passes. Um, And it was just, uh, it was kind of an interesting game to watch. And, it's like I said, I think they're, it's part of trying to figure it out. But then at the end of the game, um, the ball got put back in the hands of Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James. They're the heart and soul of the team, and they're the ones that, that know how to get it done. Even though LeBron, uh, I think he had two different air balls this he this did. Game. I think there were like a total of five air balls from the Lakers. Right, yeah. Every, everybody <laughs> was air balling, but the – the equally funny thing was LeBron James had at least three um, turnaround fadeaway jumpers yeah. and all of them were good. You know, he <laughs> <laughs> like in those moments, he was able to channel his inner Kobe and, and hit all those. And they were very oh, nice. well contested shots. They were great shots. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually really surprised that he hit all of them. I was, I was like, Oh my gosh. The the so, one with with less than two minutes left, I don't know how he did that because he was by the logo, drove in like he was gonna get drive into the rim and then um, stopped, spun, did his fade away, and got it in. And then you know it was like, how in the heck did he do that? <laughs> I LeBron's just in the business of humiliating fools. That's what he does. <laughs> he just he likes to humiliate people and. Uh, you know, he did great tonight. He, even when uh, it, it was a great um, example of short-term memory loss, uh, even though he had those those or several shots that were really short, a couple of air balls and and some others that you know barely kissed the the front of the rim. Right. Uh, he he was able to forget about it, not let it bother him, and and still hit. Yep. 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 Uh, like, like you said, I, I totally agree that the, um, you know, the sloppy play from the Lakers is really, um, well, there's a lot of variables to it, but one of it is because the Lakers are still trying to learn each other and learn how to play with each other and, and tinker. And, and the coaching staff is trying to tinker with rotations and lineups still. So all of these different factors that are, that are going in. And I kind of want to talk more about that um, on the next segment um, you know, how, you know, how are the, the Lakers going, do, doing so far offensive on the, on the offensive end and the, the defensive end, but, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about that. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon.
Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high-quality, low-priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys, with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm here with McKay, um, and we're going to talk about uh, how the Lakers have been doing uh, so far. And, you know, like we've talked about, Vogel still tinkering and trying to figure out um, his new players, uh, along with uh, the old players that came back, what lineups work and, and what works best against particular matchups. Um, I think, you know, he's. Uh, I think the coaching staff is going to do this you know, early on, but potentially throughout the whole season until playoff time um, so that we're completely ready to, for any matchup that we face. But let me ask you, McKay, you know, after these first few games under the belt, under our belt, Lakers going six and two, you know, how's the team looking uh, to you on both ends of the court? Uh, I, I think they're looking pretty good. Um, our defense, I I think is still pretty strong. Um, you know, we, we still have Anthony Davis, who's Mm -hmm. in in my eyes, probably defensive player of the year, um, multiple years in a row. And, um, we, we've got LeBron who can turn it on when, when we need to, uh, Kuzma, like I talked about in the last segment, who, who can play good defense, um, uh, you know, Montrez isn't necessarily a, a huge uh, shot blocker, but he can get physical, you know, and I, I think we've got some some pretty decent uh, defense. Um, not not nearly what we had last year, though. I think it's very notable. Um, the absence of both JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard uh, in at that center position, they were just two huge men that that were great shot blockers um and we're definitely missing them uh this season that being said i don't think that our our defense is particularly bad i think our our defense is still pretty good um 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I want to get into that a little bit because that was one looming problem that I, I saw. Um, you know, it's a, s- a small sample size, right? We saw the preseason games with that. You don't, we don't really count those. And then six and two um, with these eight games, we saw a little bit of a lack of rim protection, right? You mentioned JaVale and, and, and Dwight Howard um, being our rim protectors from uh, from last year and how they were, you know, they were blocking things right, left and right, remember? Um, and we're not, we're not really seeing that from Trez and Gasol. I mean, you see it, the occasional blocks, but, and at the, this might be talked about, you know, throughout the whole season. It, it was obviously talked about during the postseason after the Clippers lost um, when he was on the team. Trez is 6'7 with a 7'4 wingspan, right? Um, pretty, pretty sizable wingspan, but at 6'7 at center, at center, um, is he still, too short for that center spot spot right is he is there not enough um there uh, like i saw when we when we matched up against the spurs um he was blocked on one end and then dunked on in the ma- in, in a matter of seconds and we saw that also today where he did a bad offensive play where he tried to do or tried to shoot in the corner and then um, close to the basket, shoot close to the basket and on the other end, just bad and foul, just bad defense and fouled the the dude. I don't remember who it was, but uh, um, anyway, uh, against a person like Valanciunas, uh, um, also like I, I felt like he couldn't defend Valanciunas, and that's why we only saw that saw him in there for limited minutes i'm not sure what his his minutes were but i last time i checked i mean it it wasn't much and i i even saw at one point i saw um uh markeith morris in there at the center position with um trez uh, on the bench um and with gasol five fouls uh on the bench as well um so i don't know what vogel was thinking there um, but maybe, you know, maybe he saw that Trez couldn't defend Valanciunas. So let's take him out and put someone else in. Um, but I don't know what, what your thoughts on 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 that. Um, Trez, Gasol, are they up to the challenge this year to, to help protect us and protect the rim? Uh, Gasol's definitely a really big body and he can plug up the uh the center pretty well um he's not going to be fast enough for some of these younger more athletic centers that are in the game now um right and like you said montrez he's uh i i think he's just he's just a little too short you know he um he's not a particularly uh great rim protector um but that being said, I I think uh, we've been able to adapt fairly well with uh, moving Anthony Davis over, um, rotating him over, and uh, he did uh, guard Valanciunas uh, at some points of the game, and I thought he did pretty well. Uh, Valanciunas didn't have a, a particularly 
a great offensive night. He only shot 30% from the field. And uh, I think that was due due to that rotation. And I think that's just what we're going to have to expect um, here going forward is whenever we have those mismatches, Anthony Davis is going to have to rotate to the five. Yep, he's going to have to do some help defense. And then, you know, I don't know how that will fare for us when they have um, a four that can really shoot the three ball and he's out there lurking in the corner now after AD rotates or, or help defense or provides the help defense. And now, you know, their center is kicking it out to the four who's shooting a three and we're in trouble after that. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but you know, I, I trust the, the coaching staff. Uh, like I shouldn't doubt them after last year. Um, I know that they'll figure it out for Trez and um, Trez will thrive uh, defensively. But, but right now, um, I mean, even the, even the stats are, are, are saying that um, with Trez out there, opponents are scoring uh, at a better rate than when Gasol's out there. Um, but, but, you know, this is a small sample size. Um, so we'll see. We have a, a lot more games to go through, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, as we move forward. Um, uh, other than, than Trez and Gasol, uh, our defense at times um, – it looks lackadaisical and we're on cruise mode, like we said, right? Um, like we're trying 70, 80% of the time. And then on when it's the fourth quarter crunch time, we flip the switch. We turn up the not turn it up a notch defensively. And um, it doesn't work against all teams like Portland and Clippers, but against the Spurs and the Grizzlies, it's going to work, right? Um, do you see this as a potential problem if the Lakers continue to play this way? Uh, I mean, I, I think um, against teams who, who are out players like uh, the Grizzlies not having uh, John Morant, um, I think we're going to be okay. But some of these, these better teams, it'll definitely uh, be a problem. And I think, I think the Lakers know that. Um, I think we we know our opponents, and um, I will play more to our ability when it comes to these uh, these better opponents. Um, right. My, my my only concern with this approach, and I don't know if it's an uh, you know they're doing this intentionally, but my own c- concern is that you know. Winning baskets, basketball is all about h- how you play on the defensive end. You know, the, the saying goes, you know, the, the defense wins championships. Um, but, but if you're not putting in the reps in the regular season and, and putting in 100% uh, effort in every game, then you're not building the, those defensive habits that you're going to need, especially with a new newish team right um and so that would be my concern come playoff time if if we're not ready um to be uh 
you know, to, to have that sort of mindset or to, to be a hundred percent in that mode of uh, playoff mode defensively, uh, if, if, if I'm making sense. Yeah. And I, I think one other thing to consider here is that uh, we're also missing uh, some key players right now who sure. uh, play well on, on defense. You know, Alex Caruso is mm-hmm. a major source of, of energy. And I think in these games, it's become apparent how much we, we really do miss that energy. You know, um, people do tend to get last, uh, last of and um, I, I think having him back will really give us the boost. We need um, KCP as well. Uh, I, I think we'll be okay. Um, I, I think we've got enough defensive weapons to to make it happen. Um, I think we're erring on the side of caution. You know, you don't want to get in uh, and and uh, get it, put yourself in the air too much. You know, on these contested shots, we've already seen LeBron James tweak his ankle multiple times this right. season. And it's still early on, you know, we, we need to play for longevity um, for the duration of, of the season. And I, I think that plays a little bit of a factor into this whole as, as well. No, I, I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, And that's probably one of the very, you're right. It's probably one of the variables that uh, come into why they're playing 70 to 80% of, of, you know, how they could be playing. Um, or ex- I, at least I expect them to be playing, right? Yeah. <laughs> My expectations, right? But um, all right, we, we didn't really get into the offense, uh, the offense. Um, but let's get to that uh, after we take a break here, um, and continue our discussion. So uh, stay tuned, guys, um, and uh, we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm here with McKay. And on this last segment, we'll continue our discussion from before the break. And we'll talk about the, the Lakers offense. Um, what do you see, McKay? Because for me, um, you know, aside from turnovers and everything, the sloppy play, I don't think the problem with the Lakers is on the offensive end, but that's just me. What do you think? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I don't think so either. Um, I I think tonight's game is a little bit of an outlier. It was a sloppy game for both teams. Uh, low scoring in terms of uh, today's NBA standards that are scoring, you know, 115 points plus per game. Sure. Uh, but I I think we're actually fantastic on the the offensive end. Um, we've got probably somewhere between five and eight players who can potentially put up 20 points in any given night. Um, I think, you know, LeBron James and AD obviously are going to put that up every, every night. Right. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, 75, 80% of the games he's putting up 20, 20 plus Um, Montrez we know is capable of doing it. Uh, Kuz every once in a while do it. Wes Matthews just the other night showed us, um, 18 that, piece. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, he can, uh, shoot lights out from behind three. So, um, if he does that every once in a while, he can, he can put up that many KCPs, um, able to do it. So I, I think we've got a lot of offensive weapons. That, uh, THT, THT. THT. Yeah. You forgot to mention THT. Yeah. yeah. How, 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 wow. How embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. I, I, I think it was, uh, that you posted something on Instagram about, uh, some NBA scouts believing that if he was on another team, he could potentially, uh, average 20 points a night. And I, I completely probably agree right. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I could absolutely see it for sure. For sure. It's crazy because last year we didn't have multiple players who could score, um in double digits like you knew like last year it was like all right who's gonna score over 10 points or who's gonna help ad out who's gonna be that third person that's gonna be the the uh, third highest scorer on the on the team in every in uh in a game um it really depended right on, on each game but here um we're seeing trez Schroeder, AD, LeBron, and and Kuz sometimes, um, like they can score in double digits, and we didn't have that last year for some reason, and we do now. Um, sure, there's like things that we still need to figure out um, how to maximize the offensive potential for the squad, but um, I think that'll take some time, some reps, some more games getting used to, to playing together. Um, but overall, I think we have such a, a talented roster on the offensive end. Um, like I said, still need to take care of the ball a little bit better. There's too many turnovers. Um, but once, once the Lakers um, build that, that on-court chemistry and get used to playing with each other a little bit better, I, I think we'll, we'll see less and less as we go forward into the season. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think we'll start to see some co- consistency. Um, not, not too far off, you know, it, it hasn't just been with the Lakers. I think um, the majority of the teams have, uh, have, have struggled in, in one way or another, um, figuring out uh, their new rosters, their, their styles of play. Um there's a pretty decent shakeup over this uh, last off season. And 
you you've been able to to see even uh, just I think five five games or so into uh, the NBA season there there weren't any undefeated teams anymore you know right uh, everybody struggled to to some degree um, and you know the way the Lakers have looked so far I'm right there with you I don't have any concern in terms of our offensive ability. I think we've vastly improved in that area um, from last season with Schroeder and, and Montrez with THT getting playing time. And, and even with Wes Matthews, who can, uh, who can actually drain threes, you know, (laughs) unlike unlike Danny Green, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I'm. I mean, it's it's been it's been great to see that, um, and I'm not really concerned, and I'm I'm really impressed with the sort of with with uh, the strategy the Lakers are uh, employing, um, and it was it was um, Trez who actually pointed this out, um, you know, and it was actually mentioned on the broadcast if you were watching Spectrum's. Uh, Spectrum's uh, broadcast, um, you know, Lakers are not, are trying not to pigeonhole players into the, 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 to a particular role on the offensive end. And they're just letting them play. Right. Um, You know, Trez said it's a free flowing game um, and they play for, uh, with their strengths. And so, you know, um, and you can see that, and at, at times, and maybe that's why you, you're seeing a lot of turnovers, and that's why you see sometimes there might be a little bit too many, too much passing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but I think uh, it's good. I think it's good because everyone's trying to figure things out, and uh, you know, um, I, I like the development of AD um learning from from gasol how to to pass like a big man yeah. and uh, you know you you know 80 had four assists today and we're seeing more and more uh ad assists uh than usual this year which is a good thing and maybe he's been more passive than i want him to be right but yeah uh, but you know overall i think he's he's you know, he's in his prime and he's still developing, which is cool to see. Yeah, uh, most definitely. And yeah, that that's another thing that I have been seeing is it does feel like uh, AD and LeBron at times have been a little bit passive. Um, <laughs> and I think that's another thing, you know, uh, working on that longevity. Um, I know LeBron doesn't... Uh, want to play fewer minutes than than he absolutely has to he wants to be out there on the court as much as possible um but i i think uh the coaching staff is really they really want to uh preserve preserve our two superstars and i think that's probably uh a lot of the reasoning in picking up these other really able scorers um it gives them a little bit of a break you know they don't have to feel like 
they've got to get out there and save the game all the time. We've got people who, who can go out there and uh, do it for them. It, I think it takes a little pressure off of their shoulders, um, inspires sure. more confidence. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that could uh, also be why there's so much passing. Is um, I think we recognize how good our squad is this year, and there's just a lot of confidence all around. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting development to see LeBron pass it to Trez and then Trez doing an ISO. Like, we didn't see that last year from any other players except for if you were LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Uh, So it's been interesting to see that. But it's also another thing that I've been seeing is um, this Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder connection. Um, Last year, AD had Rondo, right? And, And LeBron. But but to create for him after LeBron set out uh, sat, um, this year we have Schroeder, Schroeder um, who is a better player offense on the offensive end. But I don't know if necessarily passing, and I think they're still trying to learn from each other. Um, and we see a lot of Schroeder turnovers during those possessions, uh, or AD turnovers as well. But uh, I think uh, come playoff time, I think my hope, my expectation is that they'll have had enough in-game reps and and practice times um, to kind of figure it out. And so like come playoff time, um, it's a nightmare. For, for the defense and they have to choose, you know, it's kind of like a, the pick your poison kind of thing with LeBron and, and Anthony Davis. But uh, I mean, imagine Sh- Schroeder is a very quick guard and, and can beat the bigger, def- bigger and taller player with his quickness. AD is always going to be taller than whoever, uh, whichever defender is, is, is defending Schroeder. Um so once they figure that out, once they figure out the pick and roll game between eight between between themselves, I mean, good luck defense. Like, I don't know who you're you're gonna have to choose who to guard. Um, but uh, I'm 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 expecting that sort of connection to to um, to develop and and get even better. Yeah, I I think so too. Um, I'm excited to to see how they do throughout the rest of the year. Um, I, I hope that they can figure it out quickly and um, can kind of round themselves into a well-oiled machine, but I'm excited for the future. Me too. Me too. <laughs> no, um, but, uh, but that's, that's it for the day, guys. Um, guys, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and, and many, mother, many other uh, podcast platforms. We'd appreciate the follow and, and the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. We're also on, on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. Uh, you could follow us there. We provide daily content news uh, uh rumors and and highlights uh, from from the games um with that said guys have a great day root for the lakers and we'll talk to you guys next time this game's in the admiral refrigerator the door is closed the lights out 
Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.